Now, I started off writing my notes and I put, I'm excited this morning. And I sent, and I sent it to Mick and I thought, well, Mick's going to look at that and think, well, why has he put, I'm excited this morning? Because we haven't even got to the morning. And, um, and this morning when I set out and uh, I came here and I, I kind of came and brought my notes and I asked uh, for my um, presentation to come up. And I also had a, a song that I took a snapshot of last week. And I really wanted it to be the response at the end, because what I'm bringing to you today, I really felt God has laid on my heart in bringing this to you as a response. And everything that has happened this morning has just brought my levels up. So every section from the beginning, from Steve's first word of scripture um, to the people that have brought other words, um, Pauline, Everything that has happened so far this morning has just reaffirmed the word that God has brought for me to bring to you this morning. So in that, I am now excited. <laughs> Amen. So God knew that. God knew I was going to be excited because he knew that when I got here this morning, everything that he'd laid on my heart to bring to you was in preparation and he's already prepared the way this morning for me to just share this with you so my heart is really kind of feeling quite overwhelmed right now um but that's good isn't it yeah. amen it's good so if you're not a member of the church and maybe you're just visiting what we've been looking at is who do you think you are who do we think that we are who are we in god and the two pieces of scripture that I was given, what I'm going to be looking at is I am a, a, a child of God. I am God's child. You are God's children. We are God's children. What does that mean? What does that mean? I have a cousin. Now, his heritage is that he's mother is west indian and is a christian his father was an egyptian and is a muslim often when i see him he's a barber and if i go to his shop in london and he has different west indian barber shops are quite a different kind of settlement because what you get is this kind of camaraderie you get you know people's lives just get exposed but whenever I'm there and somebody is saying something that may be offensive, my cousin turns around and he says to them, Gary is a child of God. Gary is a child of God. And in the essence, what he's doing is he's saying, this is a child of God. Be careful what you're saying in his presence. That is the authority God gives us. Amen? We are children of God, adopted into his family. So, what I really want you to get out of this sermon that I really felt God has put on my heart today, is I'm not sure where you are in your walk. I'm not sure what's going on in your lives today. But, 
I want you to be in a place of comfort. I want you to be in a place of peace. I want you to feel assured. And I want you to feel secure. You are children of the living God. I'm just going to pray before we start. And before we pray, again, this is just so great what has come this morning so far. I would like you to think of one person. Now, when I was kind of preparing this, I wasn't sure whether I was to kind of ask people to just focus on people in the town. But because of the words and everything that has come, I think it is right that we focus on our town and people around us. So initially I'd said, you know, and, and you may be from this town, and I think initially when I wrote this out, it was like, oh, well, I'd like you to think of either a family member, a neighbour, a friend or a work colleague, somebody who is not a Christian. So you may not kind of have that person in your head right now. And just as we start to pray, I'm just going to ask you, if you don't have a particular person who's a non-Christian, who's either a, a work colleague, a friend, a neighbour, somebody around you locally, then by the time we get to the response, I'm trusting that God will put that person on your heart. So can we pray? Father, I, we are adopted into your family. And as we have received the blessing that comes with this, so should we share that blessing with others. Your grace has brought us here today, and we find favour with you. I ask that you continue to strengthen our walk and continue to guide our thoughts, prayers and actions into direct alignment of your will here on earth and amongst the lost, fatherless, poor, sick, and the widow. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so, as I was saying, I was given two pieces of scripture as we were preparing for this series, or as Mick was preparing for the series, and delegating um, the different bits that he wanted us all to bring. So the, the pieces of scripture that I was given uh, was John 1, verse 12, um, and also Ephesians 5, ver Ephesians 1, verse 5. Um, so, John 1, verse 12. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Yet, to all who did receive Jesus, to those who believed in Jesus' name, he gave the right, the right, to become children of God. Ephesians 1 verse 5 says, He predestined us for adoption into sonship through Jesus Christ in accordance with his pleasure and will. In accordance 
of his pleasure and will. It brought God joy to predestine us to come into his family. It brought him joy. Amen. I've never been through the process of adoption. Some of you here today may have been. And I know there are people in the church, namely James, who's just kind of gone through that process quite recently with a young teenager. You see, we are adopted into the family of God. It's a gift. And the world that we live in today, the society that we live in, the way families look, I'm not going to say it's changed, because if we look at Scripture, we can see right from the beginning there was confusion on how people were in families. Now, I'm not sure what your experience is like in your earthly family. And I'm not sure what your experience was like if you came through some adoption or fostering process throughout your life. It may be that in that process, it was really good and it was great. Or it may be that it was a terrible experience. And because of that experience, you were scarred. And you're still living with those scars today. That also applies to our families as well. Your experience and the family, your earthly family that you grew up with, may not be a good experience. And I was reminded of that this week, that other people's experience are not necessarily my experience. You see, as a child, I often fantasize about being adopted. I remember running away. I remember packing my little bag, my blanket, and going to the bus stop because I wanted to leave my family. Because I felt like I didn't fit in. And why was that? Because I didn't get what I wanted when I wanted it, so therefore, I thought to myself, I must be in the wrong family. There must be another family out there that is going to give me what I want when I want it. How wrong was I? <laughs> but you see, even in those moments, the blessing was, for me, was that I had a praying mother, and I had a praying grandmother who continually prayed over me, who loved the Lord, who loved our Father, and were relentless in their prayer and patience with me. Now again, I understand that that experience is not what we all may have experienced in our families. But what I want to try and convey today and what I want to get us to is that place of comfort, peace, assurity and security of being adopted into the family of God.
and what that means. The blessing for me of those challenging moments in my life, like I said, was that I had a family that were praying over me continuously. They continued to seek and petition God on my behalf. Because at that part of my life, I was not ready. I didn't know who Jesus was. I didn't know who God was. Child of God. What an identity. Child of God, children of God. We are children of God. Now, unless you've been living under a rock for the last, I don't know, 10 days or so, there has been some great news going on. Good, good news. Good news. Great news. Fantastic news. Anybody know? I heard somebody mutter, Archie, Archie, we have had a royal birth. A royal birth. Harry and Meghan have had a baby boy. Amen? Now, this baby, he doesn't know what his life is about. But he has already an inheritance. Baby Archie has an inheritance to a royal lineage. Ditto. Yeah? So do we. Amen? We also have a lineage into a royal family. We are heirs to the kingdom of God. We are heirs to the kingdom of God. That is our inheritance. It is good news. So we have good news. That is our inheritance. Now, on, on Wednesday, we had our connect group. So as I was kind of putting this, this together and as I was kind of just, you know, asking God, well, what, what exactly is it that you want me to bring? I knew there was a response. I think the key thing that I really felt God was, was kind of laying on my heart was this kind of around adoption, what that means, being adopted into the family. What is my role? How do we do? You know, what can I do? What can we do? to adopt. So when I went to our Connect on Wednesday, um, Sally messaged me in, in the morning and she said, oh, Gary, she said, I'd like to bring a, um, a, a short Bible study. So I was like, yeah, that's cool, that's cool. We can have a short Bible study. Um, and when we got there, Sally's Bible study was around John 1. Verses 1 to 18. Now, I'm not going to go through verses 1 to 18. I just really want to look at verses 1 to 14. I think I've got my notes in the wrong order. Because I, one second. Yeah. So, 
So again, you know, this is all kind of lining up for me right up to today. Everything that has happened to me, bringing this word to you, I just really feel as, you know, God has just reaffirmed that this is the message that he really wanted me to bring. So we had a Bible study and it was all about, you know, um, the word becoming flesh. But in that piece of scripture, beknownst to me, was, you know, the first bit of scripture that I was given to bring to you today in regards being a child of God. And what it says in the NIV, for, uh, NIV version is, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God. So in the beginning was Jesus, and Jesus was with God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him, all things were made. Without him, nothing was made. That has been made. All things, all of us here today were created through God. In him, in Jesus, was life. And that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness and darkness has not overcome. There was a man sent from God. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. And he came as a witness to testify concerning that light. So that through him all might believe. All might believe. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world and through the world was made. And, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision, or a husband's will, but born of God. Born of God. The word became flesh and made his dwelling amongst us. We've heard it already this morning. He is with us. He is amongst us. God is with us. We are children of God. The word became flesh and made his dwelling amongst us. We have seen his glory and the glory of the one and only son who came from the father full of Grace and truth. Grace and truth. Now, I don't know about you, but as I was sitting out this morning, I was sitting on the seafront, I was kind of just overwhelmed in that grace and truth aspect. When I reflect on the mistakes that I have made, and yet I receive an inheritance into the kingdom of God. You see, God 
is happy about having me. God is happy to have you here. God is happy to be in a relationship with you. God loves us. I can often become overwhelmed by my past and think, well, how can it be? How can it be that God loves me? How can it be? But as it's been said, there is nothing that I have done or can do to receive God's grace. But what I have learned and what I understand and what I believe and what I want to convey is that God loves us. He still loves me and wants me and us to share that love in this world. We've heard, you know, like I said, everything that's happened this morning, all those different bits that have come through worship, through scripture, through people bringing word, is just line this right up. Now, just again, just like Archie, when we are born into our families, we do not know the family that we're going into. We don't know. As I said, I've never experienced what it's like to go through through that adoption process. But what I understand is, is that as we get older, there's, there's some kind of relationship that we get to have. There's some kind of understanding that we get to see of the family that may be willing to adopt us. There is a process that we go through. And just as we go through that process of getting to understand and know the family that we potentially may be going into, this is what God is giving to us. Through his word, through Jesus, God is letting us see the family that he is bringing us into. There is an assurity, a security, and a peace, and a presence that God wants to bring us into. There is a reflection of God around us so that we can see what it is God is bringing us into. You see, we're not coming into a relationship with God blind. We're coming into a relationship with God, seeing and knowing who he is and what he has done for us. It's a major advertisement. God isn't saying, oh, well, you know, maybe it will be like this, maybe it will be like that. No, he's saying this is it. You will be safe. You will be secure. You will have peace. And I will be with you. I will be with you when it's hard. I will be with you when it's good. I will be with you when you are sick. I will be with you when you are in joy. God never leaves us. Never leaves us. So we don't need to worry about, you know, are we going to be accepted? I don't know if anybody's seen um, Instant Family. 
is a film that just came out recently and it's around adoption and um uh, mark Wahlberg is one of the, the guys that's in it and um there's this there's this kind of scenario where you've got all these children that are ready to be adopted and the potential parents get to kind of it's like speed dating where they get to go around and spend five minutes with each child and decide whether or not they'll fit in or will they you know will they be accepted we don't need to worry about that yeah god is accepting us so as i read this and as i felt what god was saying to me and what god wanted me to bring was that God is mine, our Father. Okay, so what do we need to know in this? Well, it says he was there from the beginning. So God was there from the beginning. Through him, all things were made and created. So that means that in me is God. I also see and hear and want us to understand, well, not even understand, because you guys know, that God overcomes darkness. So I need, we need not be afraid. And although I was not born of blood or natural descent, he sent his truth and grace so that I might receive. He sent Jesus, so that we might receive his truth and his grace. Wow. You see, God gave us the key. He was like, there you go. Here is the key to my household. The key is Jesus. Now, on my key rings, I have a key to my mum's house. If you'd have asked me or asked my mum if she would have given me the key to her house, about 25 years ago, the answer would have been absolutely not. There is no way Gary is having a key to my house. That is my background. But today I have a key to my mum's house. And what that means, what that key means for me is this, that any time I want, I can go and let myself in to my mum's house. And what that means is that any time I can go into my mum's house, I can go into her kitchen, I can go into her fridge, I can look in the cupboards, and I can eat what I want. Yeah? Okay. But can you see where I'm going with this now? Yeah? So at any time when we have the key, Jesus... God will fill us with that spiritual food yeah. at any time, any time. We can get fed what we want, what we need, when we need it. Amen? How great is that? Amen. So there is a privilege that comes with being a child of God. 
There is a privilege. There is access. 24 hours a day, access. I've heard it. You were saying that at any time, God is with you. You know, sometimes we kind of can get caught up in, in life events and, real, and, and think to ourselves, well, where is he? He's there, you know, but he allows us to get to that place where we just become more settled and start to see exactly where he is in those times. Jesus himself said, you know, do not worry. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or sow away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any one of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? No, we can't. But this is what Jesus said. The key says that we are more important, that the birds do not worry. They are fed. And just like I have the key to my mum's house, and just like we have the key to Jesus because of God's grace and because of the truth, then we can feel assured, secured, at peace. God is with us. We are children of the living God. Amen? Okay. So that kind of brings me on to the response that I was kind of talking about and coming back to adoption. What I really felt God wanted me to kind of bring to you was a response and it's in real alignment to everything that has come this morning about our community and the part that we have to play let me just find my last bit you see as it said in Ephesians 1 verse 5, God has predestined us for adoption into sonship through Christ in accordance with his pleasure and will. There is a joy in God adopting us. And it's that joy in adopting us that I want us to search and bring into our community. You see, all of us here today, whether you know Jesus or you don't, you were handpicked. No mistake. God handpicked, cherry picked, choice picked. That's our reality. We were choice picked, handpicked, cherry picked. God picked us. He picked us. We're sitting here today because he picked us. And it gives him pleasure. That's just like a double wow. 
Double wow, 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 wow. So, adoption, family, friends, relationships, they all come with challenges. They all come with challenges. It's often people say, well, you can't choose your family. Mm. Earthly family, not. But we do get to choose a family. We get to make a choice. We get to choose Jesus. We get to choose to get the key, to get the access, to get the spiritual food, to get the blessing, to be a blessing. God has not called you to get a blessing for you to keep it. No. The blessing is to be a blessing. There's no getting away from that. It gives God pleasure to be in relationship with us. Walks and all, I've heard it said already today. Walks and all, it gives God pleasure to be in relationship with us. Now, how do we convey that to the guy that's sleeping in the doorway, the sick, the neighbour that is really annoying, how do we do that? Well, guys, it's not about you. It's not about you. It's about Jesus. Jesus in you, God in you, God has already imparted in you everything that you need to be a blessing. Our calling is that we are to come alongside the fatherless, the sick, the poor, the widow, because God has already imparted in us something of him to be a blessing and to see lives transformed, changed, come into fellowship, come into the family, to be adopted into the family of God. And this is the response I would like us to make today. So that person that God has laid on your heart, or that neighbor, that friend, that work colleague, that one person, what I'm asking for today is for a response, a commitment of an adoption of that person. Now, it may mean that there is going to be a rocky road to travel because just like all relationships, at times it can be testing and trying. But I want us to be encouraged to stay the course. Because it's through us that other lives are going to get changed. That God's kingdom will be here. What I'm asking for is that one person, just that one person, to make a regular commitment to to meet regularly, 
to pray regularly and to come alongside that one person, just that one person, and to see that adoption through, to see and come to Christ. So, until they receive their own adoption certificate, so until they get it stamped for themselves, I'm asking you to hold them up. I'm asking you to stay with them for the course. Now, there's one person that is on my heart. I'm going to share his name with you, and his name is Alan. That's my person. And he only lives up on the seafront. But God brought him back into my life about a year or so ago. And I'm going to make that commitment to pray regularly, meet regularly, and walk with him until he receives his adoption certificate. And I'm asking you to do the same. So I'm going to pray. And as I pray, I'd just like you to just pray with me. And that one person, if you have somebody on your heart, that you'll just make that commitment also to see and come into the family of God. Heavenly Father, I just thank you that by your grace you have adopted me. You have adopted us into your family. There is nothing that I, we can do to receive that grace. Jesus died upon the cross so that all, that all may receive. So, Father, I make this commitment and declaration that I will walk and make a commitment to walk with Alan, put your name in, and see them through to adoption in Christ Jesus. Freely you have given to me, Lord, and the time that I have is your time. And the blessings that I have all come from you. Let me share my blessing and let me be a blessing to those around me. Let me be a blessing to Alan and let me walk with him. In Jesus' name, amen. Brilliant.